Welcome back, everyone, to the Creator Spotlight here on Fightful Overbooked. I'm Jeremy Lambert, and next to me, a man who has been on the spotlight many a times. He is going to be competing this weekend. The J JCW, GCW, J-Cup on Fight TV. He's in a first-round matchup, a scramble matchup. For some reason, he gets put in a scramble matchup. Gets Marcus Mathers, Dante Leon, Dylan McKay, Jack Cartwheel, and Yoya. He is the king of wreck shit mountain. I apologize that my intro is not as good as my partner, Steven Jensen, but you know him. You'll love him. Cole Radrick is here. How you doing, Cole? Dude, what is up, bro? How we doing, man? Yeah, Jersey J-Cup is this Saturday. Uh, first show starting at 2, starting in a scramble. Um, you know, to be fair, scrambles is how I got into GCW, so scrambles going on start the path of me winning to the Jersey J-Cup. Come on, you're you're a big enough name where you should just have a, a first round match like everybody else. Why do you have to go in a scramble? I do have a first round match. <laughs> it's a scramble match. But here's the thing: is I'm the king of wreck shit mountain. What I do better than anybody else is use another motherfucker to hit another motherfucker, and I'm gonna win the whole damn thing just doing that, doing exactly that. How do you feel about tournaments uh, in general? Because you could wrestle up to four or five matches on saturday and you were in a scramble you don't have a one-on-one -on -one thing you got to be watching your back from all angles here but just tournaments in general how do you feel about them uh honestly i love them they they present such a challenge to where uh when you're doing them like you don't know who your next opponent is so you only have a few minutes to prepare before you wrestle your opponent and so now everything's on a whim and it, everything's kind of has to come more natural to you everything has to actually like come from like almost instinct uh I love tournaments. I love winning them. So, you know what I mean? Like, this is say I go went out there, you know, I won three, four, five matches in a row and I became the top guy that day. Like, that's that's the shit I, you know, I wrestle for. I mean, this is a, a stacked tournament as well. It, it, it's drawn comparisons to uh, PWG, to Bola. You've got Jonathan Gresham, Mike Bailey, Alex Shelley, Joey Janela, Leo Rush, like some of the top names independent wrestling like how do you feel being included amongst these names hey it's uh it's awesome you know um i, I feel like this tournament is stacked because like absolutely anybody could win it you know what i mean there's like you said leo rush you got alex shelley you got joey janela you know you have all these different people but I, best belief saturday i'm going in to win that motherfucker like <laughs> i don't care what your name is i don't like, listen, you might be bigger or tougher or stronger than me, but I'm still one bad day in the office for anybody that steps in the ring with me. So, this Saturday, it's going to be a, it's going to be a point to prove. I think you are a guy that is certainly not going to quit, not going to slow down. I look forward to, I look forward to the tournament in general, but I look forward to the scramble match with you. And I will be, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll bias aside. I'll be, I'll be rooting for you. I, I got to go. say, it. I will be rooting for you. Let's go. Uh, it's been a minute since we have talked, but. You know, since since uh, since we have talked, you wrestled Nick Gage. Yeah, absolutely. Match. How 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 is that? You're alive. You live to tell the story. But what was it like facing Nick Gage? Uh, so I had I had a realization like the second his music hit, because like ever since Backyard happened, right? Me and him exchanged punches back and forth. You know, the people at the that were there were like very invested in it. Like, kind of Twitter kind of went wild with it for a second so i knew like at some point the nick gage match was going to happen but like when i was in the ring and then his music hit i was like shit okay this match is like happening right now all right like let's go and uh it was just cool man like that's an og from back in the day like an og in the death match game an og 
you know, and the, like the outlaw type of wrestling, like, but it was just such a cool opportunity to experience just to wrestle them, uh, have a crowd of St. Louis that was like up for it and they were excited. They were fired up. Uh, so it was a lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, wish I would have won. Obviously GCW world champ Cole Radrick has a nice little ring to it. If you ask me, but it is what it is, you know? I, when, when, when is the rematch happening with, with Gage? We got, we got big GCW collective coming up. A lot of, a lot of shows going down that weekend. You think Gage will give you another shot? We'll see what I say after I win the Jersey Jacob. How about that? Cause I feel like when I win that thing, I might grab that microphone and let a couple things fly, you know? What are, what are your plans for the collective and just WrestleMania weekend in general? It's obviously the, the biggest weekend of the year for, for independent wrestling. A lot of shows, a lot of dream matches, a lot of names out there. You got your eye on any show or any opponent. Call somebody out here. Uh, so I would say the goal for Mania week this year is not, not necessarily to wrestle as many matches as I can, but to wrestle as many meaningful matches as I can. Uh, Every match I want to go out there to do is something to prove, something to show that I, you know, over this past year, like, I really feel like I've grown as a professional wrestler. And this year, I'm going to show everybody how I've grown as a professional wrestler. And it it just starts, you know, it always starts with the next week ahead. And, you know, like I said, this weekend is the J-Cup. And that's going to lead to L.A. And that's going to lead to going back over to England. And then whenever I come for the LA show, it is going to be the absolute best version of Cole Radrick. There's a couple things in the works that, you know, uh, I can't necessarily talk about, but I will be on a couple shows. Um, the idea I, you asked about, like, I would like to wrestle Jordan Oliver at some point, maybe a week, okay. honestly. So me and Jordan Oliver have had matches in Chicago. We've had a match in New Jersey. It's time to hit. We hit. We hit the the right side of the states. We hit the left, the middle. Got to hit the left side. So that's that's a match I always that I always enjoy having. Jordan Oliver's like a really really good friend of mine, but I feel like in the ring, Iron Sharp is Iron, and that guy pushes me like no other. So if I had to call somebody out, it would be him. But that's also because you know I love wrestling Jordan Oliver, and it's a real challenge for me. Do you hit him harder than you hit some other opponents? They always say. A lot of wrestlers will say that, like, you hit your friends the hardest. So you, you lay it in a little bit more with Jordan. Uh, t- at times, yeah. There's <laughs> definitely there's definitely times where he chops me. I'm just like, cool, bro, cool. All right. So that's what we're doing. But, no, any anytime me and Jordan get the wrestle, it's a lot of fun. I always walk away feeling like, hell, yeah. Uh, talk to me about your your experience in Japan. I've had a I've had been interviewing a lot of people this week, and a lot of them have traveled over to Japan. I don't think we've ever talked about like what it was like going over to Japan and doing some GCW shows over there, but just the experience and the the culture difference over there. Dude, it was so insane. Um, just like the the respect that the fans have for the wrestlers and the way they like are so nice and they're just so approachable, like. Literally, like, every fan that was there would come up to our merch tables and tell all of us, like, thank you for coming to Japan. And I'm over here like, dude, I'm a dumb Spencer Redneck. Like, thank you for having me here. Like, what do you mean? So I was just, like, very taken aback by the kindness of everybody there. And, you know, 
they they gave they brought gifts like i got like a custom poster of like all of my matches from japan with like photos on it uh I, some fans gave me gifts to give to my cats like that was so cool um getting to wrestle like rena yamashita and to wrestle kurokin hall kurokin hall um it was just such like a cool experience and i absolutely cannot wait to go back like I'm very thankful for GCW for including me and taking me over there. Um, just one of those things where it's like once in a lifetime, you know. Did you did you go to Ribera? Yeah, we went to Ribera. Okay. Do you wanna do you wanna bury do you wanna bury their stakes? So here's the thing: <laughs> is in real life, like in my daily United States American life, I'm not a big steak guy. So well, any oh. steak. I ate. It was like, okay, this is just you know, take. But I, I, I've kind of fucked with the the corn that they had. You know, they had little like side plates of corn. <laughs> Rebe- I, I have no complaints about the steak at all. That's what I'm saying. No complaints about the steak. I didn't eat it and was like, damn, this is weird. Like it was good. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I don't know what the was it the was it the best steak you had in Japan? If you had another steak in Japan. Again, I eat steak like once every six months. You know, I'm a big like I, I'll eat like grilled chicken. Like that's kind of like my dietary okay. stuff. Um, probably should eat more red meat. To be fair, some we can look at. Um, but we had we had like uh, we ate at this like Western type steakhouse, and then we ate at Ribera, and that was the only two steaks I had. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. They were both pretty good, so I can't really say if it was like, okay, yeah, I was probably the best, just because I could like look at photos of like Big Van Vader and John Cena and like all these people in Rivera. I would actually say Rivera is probably the better one. Rivera is is the they were great. Rivera is the wrestling lore, like that's where it's like, oh, this this is the place to be. But everyone says like they don't have they don't have they might not have the best stakes, but they got the the wrestling uh, atmosphere there. Yeah, and it was like. Like everywhere, there was like just plastered photos of like all these wrestlers, and it was like, oh, this is fucking kind of cool. Like, wait, Vader has like twelve photos. What? Okay, like, you know what I mean? Uh, what? Well, yeah, the other thing I thoroughly enjoyed about Japan is like there were like several like uh, like small like like several stores that were just strictly wrestling based. So like, I went in there and it was like Japanese wrestling and like maybe some odd. Like WCW figures or WWF figures and like posters, DVDs, ring worn gear, like old merch that they would have. So just to go over there and see all that was super cool. And then one of them had like a full like MMA section. And I was like, here goes all my money. (laughs) I was like, all right, all right. What was was the coolest thing you got uh, from there? Uh, The coolest thing I got was... There is a mini Fedor like figurine. Oh, 
Oh, nice. And I'm a big Fedor guy who just had his retirement fight on Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a big Fedor guy. So I got a Fedor and then I got uh, a Misawa figurine. Those two are like, they're all, they're uh, downstairs in my like little window cave chilling. I can't believe they had Fedor fight again. That man did not need to fight again. Give they all knew a, how it was going to Give go. him a can. Give him a trash yeah, can. Yeah, exactly. Let him, like, let him go out with a nice victory. Like Ryan Bader's a, is tough. Tough. And, and Bader already beat him once. Like, I, it, why did we need to do that fight again? I, we didn't need to. <laughs> it was sad. You, that That's the sad thing about MMA is these guys, they, they fight for too long. And because it is not a sport like professional wrestling, we're, we're about to see, uh, we just saw Great Muda have his retirement match as Great Muda. And now we'll see yeah. Keji Muto have his retirement match. It's not, it's not uh, predetermined, not pre-planned and everything. Like they go out there and they unfortunately nine out of 10 times just get their head knocked off. And it's very sad to watch yeah. your favorite like, growing up, go out that way. Yeah. I'm, I do not want to watch Max Holloway fight ever again. Oh, he's not Max Holloway. Too, isn't he? Not Max Holloway. Sorry, uh, Tony Ferguson. Oh no. yeah, he definitely does not need to fight. Yeah, him. yeah, no. no. Sorry, Max Holloway's okay. Max Holloway's okay. He's really only lost to Volkanovski and yeah, Poirier lately, right? Poirier's the yeah. one that outstruck him at one fifty-five. Did I think Max lost his last fight? Oh, I'm very curious. I don't keep up with it as much as I used to. He's fighting again very soon. I do know that much. Um, but I. I know Max, yeah, Volkanovski, he's, he's been, uh, that was his last fight, actually. So he did yeah. technically lose his last fight. That was in July. Uh, yeah, he didn't look great in that fight compared to the, the previous fights against Volkanovski. But yeah, three, three straight losses against Volkanovski. But yeah, Max is still, still really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, Connor's coming back. Are you excited about his return against Michael Chandler? Um, uh, it, presents him with the most opportunity to win against the highest skill of an opponent. Like, I don't think Chandler is going to try to out wrestle Connor. I think Chandler is very okay with standing up with Connor. And I think Chandler can handle his own a lot of Chandler shots are, you know, short, powerful shots. He has a good long right hand, uh, but Connor fights that South pole, you know what I mean? So step back, left hand punch a la Jose Aldo, uh, could be it's it's gonna be interesting, man. Honestly, I want to see how like I'm excited to see how Connor comes back, what shape he's in. It's at 155, so he has to cut weight. He has to make that weight. You know, I think his last his last fight with Poirier was 170, or maybe it was 155, and the one before that was 170. But, I think that's right. But I I'm interested in seeing in how how Connor prepares and how like legitimately like in focused he is like when he fought cowboy Cerrone, like connor was locked in you know what i mean when like he had a game plan with the shoulder bumps and everything just messed up Cerrone's face uh but i think i think if chandler get makes it makes a fight long it's it favors chandler for sure uh just from what we've seen of connor these last two fights not great and I mean, the last one, you can't, what what can you do? Kind of a freak accident there. But neither fight against Poirier. He, he didn't look too, too great. And no. it's it's been this injury, too. That was a, that was a brutal injury to come off of. So it'll it'll be interesting uh, for sure. I want to ask you about 
battle rap. I did not realize oh, you were shit. a battle rap fan until yes, sir. You, you you tweeted uh, a shoddy horror graphic, and I was like, wait a second, Cole Cole Radrick, battle rap fan. Yeah, tell bro. me more about this. Like, who are some of your favorite battles? Some of your favorite battles. Um, so I've been a battle rap fan probably for uh my senior year, uh, probably my sophomore year of high school. I really got into Pat Stay Roan. Uh, the the main thing I saw was uh, Roan did a bar versus Big T in his third. And I was talking about Big T's weight. And he's like, tr- he's like dissing him. But he's also like, hey, man, like the battle rap community loves you. You're kind of like getting even, you know, bigger and bigger. And we're worried about your health and long-term health. And, you know, you have a kid and all these things. But in, in the verses of these like bars, he's like, he's like dissing him like brutally. And the crowd is just like, what the fuck? But like it's it's all meaningful. And I was like, yo, like what? So then I got into you know like Pat Stay and Sharon and Roan and uh, Hollowhand and Sue Surf, Tay Rock, Shaka and Shug, you name it. Like you know, R.I.P. Pat Stay. Uh, you know, sucker free boss. Uh, he has a show, a tribute show coming up on King of the Dot. So check them out. Like yeah, for real. I'm looking forward so, to that. So Roan versus Dumbfounded is going to be insane. Um, Roan making his return to battle rap. People who don't know, Roan is like a legend in the battle rap. Uh, went over to Barstool Sports. Doesn't really rap anymore. Came back once against Sharon lately. Um, but yeah, man, I love battle rap. Uh, Sue Surfer versus Hitman Holla. Classic from URL. Uh, Pat Stay versus Sharon for the King of the Dot Chain. Um uh <laughs> big k versus adi i think it's adi boom or something I, I can't think of the name but he it's big k literally showed papers in his first round proving that adi was a snitch in court and he's like it, it was just in an insane like first round burial where like watching it on youtube is perfect because like you actually understand like what big k is doing but the crowd is so like they're trying to root for Adi and they're like not trying to understand what's going on. But like, it was a huge, like first shot massacre. I mean, Solcon did that. Uh, yep. And somebody, I, I can't remember who it was, but that was uh, a big, a big thing. Uh, maybe it was like QP. Is that who he battled where he had the papers? He pulled out the papers. Hey, actually. There. Yeah. I think maybe also one of my favorite battlers of all time. First real, and we mentioned him early, earlier. Shoddy Hora, that dude is so fucking awesome. In real him, life, he's awesome. Him behind a microphone, battle rapping is awesome. Like that dude is fucking cool. Like him and Arsenal is one of my favorite battles. Like that, that's a great battle. Shoddy's teased like doing wrestling stuff, and I'm I'm waiting. Yeah, he he's him. doing stuff. Soft pro, yeah, soft pro over in England. They're on. I think they just had their second or third show. Dude, this fucking awesome. If you check it out, SOVPRO or at SOVPRO, dude, they do a lot of cool stuff. Like, uh, they have some really nice crowds. Like, Shoddy Horror's running it. I'm trying to get Shoddy Horror to, uh, like, I was like, come on, dude, let's do a wrestling battle rap show. Like, come on. So that's that's my boy right there. Oh, Soft Pro, Shoddy I'm, Horror. See, I would, I would love to uh, something like that. I got to clearly got to keep up with it more over there with, with shoddy but i i saw him 
it was like years ago that he was like teasing the wrestling stuff. I was like, please, please do this because battle rap and wrestling. I used to do a, a battle rap uh, podcast where when we'd have people on, um, we had like Danny Myers rap. Um, well, uh, Thesaurus was on our show. Ill Mac was on our show, and they would just Ill-Mac battle each other bro. on the show, and it was it was so much fun. So I got I got a contact shoddy. Hey, dude. Uh, I'm just saying it's it's so cool. Like there's so many battle rap fans that are pro wrestling fans. Yeah. And like people don't like get it. And it's like it's just about having a wild time. You know what I mean? Like that's all it is. Most times at least. <laughs> and it's you know, there's obviously a lot of respect between them too. Like like pro wrestling. It's like you go in there, you try to uh you try to beat each other, you try to not hurt your opponent, but you know what I mean? Physically hurt your opponent yeah. to win the match and everything. But at the end of the day, you, you still trust that person putting, uh, putting their, their body in uh, your hands and everything to go out there and try to have the best match possible. And then you shake hands uh, backstage and everything. And it's about respect. Very similar in battle rap. It's like, all right, say what you need to say, get it out there. But most of the time you dap up afterwards and, and yeah. move on. you have a beer. Sometimes they're, they're you know, math alpha will, They'll punch, and it doesn't always end in the best way yep. possible. <laughs> or Sharon gets slapped. Yes. Oh, so I saw Sharon's battling uh Hollow hollowed it on at the the past day show. Yep. that's my favorite battle rap. That's the I think that's the second the second announced one in Sharon. Yeah, and then Ronan dumbfounded. Uh, I think somebody said Big K might be on it. Maybe I don't nice. know. Don't hold me to it, but. It's it's a two day event, so I I play, I expect that whenever they drop the full card, like bro, who like Patch Day was like the guy of battle rap. Yeah, like his death was felt by everybody. You know what I mean? Like Corey I remember Graves mentioned it on WWE TV. Like Corey yeah. Graves brought up Pat's Day. Bro, it was literally like uh, we were in Chicago for a GCW weekend. And I literally just remember I got to the venue and I had, did not check my phone. I was just kind of tired, exhausted. And Emil's like, bro, did you see? And I was like, what? And he goes like, Pat died. And I was like, what? Like trying to think of any wrestler like, you know, named Pat. And he's like, no, Pat stay died. And I was like, what the fuck? And it like killed my mood for the rest of the day. I never met that guy, but yeah. I've only seen like his battle raps or his funny battles or compliment battles you know what i mean like yeah i was like damn and it was like you know then we went to england and me and emma are, are talking to shoddy horror about and shoddy's telling all these all these stories about him and pat stay and like because shoddy battled pat stay in a one rounder like years ago maybe it was a one rounder maybe it was like minute rounds can't remember it was a short battle though. i think it was a one rounder i feel like they did a rematch that was like minute rounds um yeah but yeah, I know I know they have battled. I do think it was a one rounder though. I think you're right on that. But yeah, it was definitely felt like I said, like Corey Graves was mentioned. And I would not take Corey Graves to be like, let me throw out a Pat Stay bar uh yeah. after after his death. So yeah, it was it was definitely felt. I remember seeing that. I was like, oh man. And I haven't kept up with battle rap as much over the years, but yeah, Pat Stay was that dude. Just how smooth he was. Oh, he was so good. He can moonwalk with steel shoes on. <laughs> uh, he was, he was, he was tremendous. Uh, I have a writing question here from an S Jensen who w- would like to know. Uh, I don't know who that is, but maybe you've heard of him. Uh, he would like to know who do you think the Colts' head coach 
and quarterback will be this season. <sighs> if we get Derek Carr, so help me Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to go with the cop-out answer that Jim Mercer is going to go against everything and go with Jeff Saturday. Is he gonna, oh, Saturday's going to remain the go. Oh, that's a, I th- that's a choice. Do I, do I think it's the absolute worst idea? <laughs> no. I mean, we could always hire Urban Meyer. That's a lot worse. But, <laughs> um, I would say Jeff Saturday either remains a coach or remains like an assistant. Or like. So whoever Jeff Saturday, if Jeff Saturday remains a coach, this is what I'm going to predict. If Jeff Saturday remains a coach, they're going to hire an offensive coordinator that they think would be fit to take over as the head coach if Jeff Saturday, you know, flunders and goes 0-6 or 0-5, whatever. Me personally, I think Jeff Saturday is a great team motivator. Is that make him a great NFL head coach? Who knows? Time will tell. But one of the main things about building an NFL team is culture. Jeff Saturday has been in that building with Peyton Manning, with Reggie Wayne, with Marvin Harrison, with guys like Dallas Clark, you know, great defensive guys like uh, Okariki and Ron uh, Mathis and uh, so many other Colts, you know, like he understands what makes the team good, you know, on both ends of the balls, you know, from maybe a mental um Dear God, I just hope it works out. For fuck's sake, I'm, I'm dying here. I'm like, I'm fighting with myself to like come up with like reasonable things of why it's a good idea. And I don't know. Um, Colts are going to trade up to get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. You think I so? Feel like, I, I feel like Chris Ballard is feeling a little bit of heat on his ass. I think his seat's getting a little warm. Um, I think he understands that the past two years or three years of the Philip Rivers, the Carson Wentz, and now the Matt Ryan. It's it's three bad years. I mean, we went we went to the playoffs with Philip Rivers. I think we went to the playoffs. I'm pretty sure we got to the wild card. Like with Philip fucking Rivers. And then we bring in Carson Wentz and we completely lose and lose to Clown Town Jacksonville Jaguars. They were and good this we year. Have, yeah, this year. This year. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we should have beat them when they had Urban Meyer for most of the year, okay? So, and then we have the experiment, which was Matt, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. And, you know, he had ice in his shoes because the guy couldn't throw a ball more than fucking 15 yards. Um, Hey, the guy, hey, he had two really good rushes this year. I mean, hats off to Matt Ryan for that. Uh, we should have started Sam Ellinger after week three and just kept the guy in the fucking spot. That's just me, you know, whatever. Um, you saw, like, Sam Ellinger, you know, almost won his first game. Besides Jeff Saturday decisions. Uh, so, we're going to keep Jeff Saturday as head coach. We're going to trade up to get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Um, would not be upset about Stetson Bennett, honestly. They say Stetson Bennett's going to fall. Um, but I think Stetson, even though he's, you know, older, he's like literally the same age as Lamar Jackson. He's like 35, isn't he? 25, (laughs) motherfucker. Listen, 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 take it easy. Take it easy. Here's, here's the other thing. 
right? So if we get, so say we trade with Washington and we get Taylor Heineke, right? Because don't do that. Don't do that. No, 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 no. You, you listen to me now, okay? We're, we're here, baby. Uh, say so Taylor Heineke is proven he could win, but what's the one thing that's happened? He doesn't have an organization that believes in him. Fuck, he won for half the year, and they replaced him with Carson Wentz. He was injured for a weekend, but when he came back, Carson was still the starter for another two weeks. Imagine if he gets a coach that's like all in on him and gives him the the backing and the confidence, like the guy could prove he can win NFL games against pretty decent teams. Just a, just a thought process or Aaron Rodgers to the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> I mean, my team is, is going with, you know, your former head coach, Frank Reich just got hired by the Panthers not too long ago. So we'll it's see how that works good. out for us. Um, it depends. Who's your, who are you guys going to be? Have as QB? Oh, we have no idea. I think we're going to look, kind of similar to the Colts is trading up to, to get one of the, the quarterbacks or hope somebody falls. Cause we're ninth right now in the draft. Hey, Will Levis will be a great quarterback for you guys. Okay. They see everyone right now, says he's not good. I don't, I don't believe you. Yeah. And they kept saying the Colts are going to fucking take him. So <laughs> you, Carolina can trade up and take him. <laughs> no, I want, I want CJ Stroud. If they could somehow get, get CJ, I'd be happy with that. I don't no, know. I good. don't think he's following the nine, but uh, he's going to the Indianapolis Colts at one. <laughs> Let me trade up and get him. <laughs> um, last one before I let you go. I got to ask about this because I, I messaged you about this the other day. And now I'm putting this on record. When is the second SpongeBob show happening? I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to bully you into this because I want to be part of it is the main reason for doing this. I'll help you run it, Cole. Come on. We can do this together. Listen. Listen, Pro Wrestling returns to Spencer, Indiana, Friday, April 28th, start time, 7, 7.30. Uh, going to have a lot of badass talents on this show. Uh, break some news, Billy Starks will, will be one of the feature wrestlers there, so that's probably going to be the first announcement of uh, who people that might be there or who are going to be there. SpongeBob tournament, the Smitty, Urban, Jagerman, Jensen Memorial Cup. If this show knocks it out of the park or even does good, this show is going to be badass, right? No doubts about it. Already getting hit up for tickets, so it's pretty cool. We're literally two months away from it. If this show goes well, I can probably be talked into uh, running another Smitty Werber, Jagerman, Jensen Cup. Um, it was a lot of fun. The first one It's the most successful show I've ran. Um, I just, I didn't, I don't want to do it unless it's right. And I've been bothered enough about it that <laughs> I'm like, okay, sweep. The, the demand is back. There's people wanting to see it, wanting to do it. My thing is, is I want people to, if we run it again, I want it to be like a big thing where people want to come to it, you know? So that's that is the other thing that is very important to me. We'll just see what 2023 brings. I'm I'm rooting for this is the only thing I want in 2023. I want this SpongeBob tournament. I do want a podcast with Brian Danielson. That's my other goal. But I, I want this tournament to happen because this is, is that a is there an opportunity for a fight full sponsorship? Okay. I'm, I'm I mean, not I doing can, that for you. I'm, I know I'm people. No, I know people. Let me let me. 
me talk to some people. Uh, nah. Make something happen here. Because I, there's there, people that, above me have money. I don't have any money, but people above me same. have money. <laughs> me too, brother. Me too. No, I. Uh, th- there is a good opportunity the second Smitty happens in 2023. Nice. Um, I I will be there. I don't care where it's at. It, it, if it is in Indiana, that's even better because that's close to me. But uh, I don't care where it's at. I'm traveling for it. It will definitely be in Indiana. Okay. It will definitely not, be in Indiana. Um, if I run a second SpongeBob show, part of me wants to run it in Bloomington. There's another company that runs shows in Bloomington, though, that are you know good friends of mine. So I don't want to step on toes in that sense, but the ideal spot for me would be to run it in Bloomington personally. Um, so it's just kind of like that. I love wrestling, running shows in Spencer, my hometown. Uh, just I want it to be as easily accessible as possible. I, again, I'm going to continue to badger you about this because I want to see it. And I hope I'm going to get everybody to badger you about this. <laughs> this is no, all I want, me. Cole. People are already back. People are. uh, uh, You don't have to add in. There's Adam Slade and Sean Kemp and Chase Holiday and Mouse and Rebecca and Billy and my lovely girlfriend. Like they're all (laughs) asking me when the the next Smitty is, and I'm like, it has to be right, and it. I just haven't felt it now. That's. it's like when I do it, I want to, it has to blow the first one out of the water. It has to in my mind. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think that if we were to run the second Smitty, there's a good chance of it. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm so excited. You let me know who you want me to dress up as, any character, whether it's, you know, a SpongeBob or a Flats. I don't care. I'll show up as anybody. Doesn't matter to me. And if I need to get punched, that's fine. If I'm, if I'm just going to be there in the crowd, that's fine. I will be there, though. I will 100% be there. Absolutely. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's a thought that hasn't turned in my head for a long time that is now starting to, all right, what would it be? What does it look like? Who? So it's definitely, definitely something that's probably going to happen sooner rather than I'm going to I'm going to write an article on just this SpongeBob conversation to give it more buzz and more boost. And Nick, did you see the numbers the Sonic Nick Gage posted? People were very mad of like, "Oh, how is Nick Gage going to Sonic news?" People are going to be even more mad about how is a SpongeBob tournament news? It's news because it's awesome. That's why it's news. Just put the headline as pressure against build on Cole Radwick to run the second annual Smitty Robert Jacob and Jensen tournament. The greatest SpongeBob wrestling theme tournament of all time, and then people will have people will even hate me more. And I really appreciate it. <laughs> no, you are the best. I love you. I appreciate you. You doing this? Uh, do do what you want. I will say at the as much as I'm giving you shit with everything now. Now I do want that it. SpongeBob article though. Not, I think oh, I'm writing it. Oh, I'm 100 writing it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Joey Janela. I just talked to him, and he's like, I don't know if you can get an article. Out of, out of this interview we just did. Janela gives me good stuff. But he's like, I don't know if you can get an article out of this. I was like, Joey, I wrote the Nick Gage Sonic headline that people were mad at. Like, I can get an article out of anything. Out of anything. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. So the SpongeBob. That's what I do, bro. This, this is the lead headline. This is the lead thing right here. 
<laughs> Cole, I appreciate it, man. Let everybody yeah, know where, where they can find you at on, on social media and any upcoming dates you got, including the J-Cup this weekend. Well, could you hit me with a wide-angle shot real quick? Oh, I'll, I'll give you the, the full screen. Hold on, hold on. Let me remove So, myself. ladies and gentlemen, I'm currently located in Rec Twitch Mount, so you can find me almost daily at twitch.tv forward slash Daddy number four ever. I stream almost daily, racing, Warzone, Rocket League, Fall Guys, uh, Madden, anything like that. Uh, you can find me at Twitter on, or on Twitter, at Cole Radic, C-O-L-E-R-A-D-R-I-C-K. Um, same thing for Instagram, and uh, please don't try to find me on Facebook. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta uh, get on Twitch together and play some games. We got, we got the Fightful Twitch. I mainly just play old school wrestling games. So uh, I'm down, I'm down to play whatever. We should uh, do something like that. Maybe play a little bit of Madden or something yeah. like that, and then uh, we can discuss terms and conditions about <laughs> how the SpongeBob tournament might get pulled off <laughs> against my will. We can do this. We'll, we'll set this up. We'll definitely set this up. Cole, thank you again for, for joining me today. Guys, Cole will be in action uh, at the Jersey J-Cup, JCW, GCW, Jersey J-Cup. It is Saturday, February 11th. It is on Fight Plus, so everyone can check that out. He is in the first-round scramble match against Marcus Mathers, Dante Leon, Dylan McKay, Jack Cartwheel, and Yoya. Everyone, go subscribe to Fight Plus. Go check it out. Go support JCW and GCW and all the cool stuff they're doing. Go support Cole Radrick and tell him you want the SpongeBob, that you want the SpongeBob tournament to return. <laughs> Thank you, Cole. I appreciate you, buddy. Here's Guys, here, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm a goofy goober. <laughs> We're all goofy goobers. We're all goofy goobers, Cole. Here's here's the thing. Is so the first SpongeBob show we had first round matches and we had the bikini bottom street fight. Now I want to have the Super Weenie Hut Junior Battle Royal, <laughs> but I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to find enough Super Weenie Hut Juniors around. You know what I mean? I mean, somebody toss me over the top rope. I'll take a bump. But I'm good. Whatever you need from me. Whatever you need from me. Leading up, during, after, I'm there. This is all I want. Cole, SpongeBob and wrestling, I live for stuff like this. This is all I want. Oh, yeah, man. It, like I said, probably sooner rather than later. We'll see how. If the interest builds and people want to go and want to show up to Spencer, Indiana, or into Bloomington, Indiana, we if that is a legitimate interest, you never know what, what might happen gonna happen we're gonna manifest this for 2023 cole thank you again for joining me guys thank you for thank watching you, brother thank you for watching thank you for supporting uh everything on fightful overbooked and we will